0: okay what is up everybody off the cuff reviews well off the cuff podcast back again um already tried to start recording this but my computer decided to basically take a shit on me um so that's cool if that's any indication on how this podcast is gonna go then who knows if we're gonna be doing another <laughs> i'm just kidding um so i am back um this week what should we talk what the fuck should we talk about this week should we make offensive jokes again or just kidding just joking um what should we actually talk about this week i want to turn the mic up a little bit because it doesn't look like it's that loud um oh so i wanted to kind of bring this uh, i want I, i don't know i wanted to kind of talk about bunch of different stuff today like um movies we've been watching a ton a ton of movies like so many movies like i i we watched like five movies yesterday like i'm not i'm not joking i'm not kidding not kidding um let's look by the way, is the movie The Jester, is it good? Does anybody know? Because it looks like it's getting bad reviews, but it looked pretty good. It looked, it looked interesting. Anyway, so we've been watching the Saw franchise on the lead up to watching Saw 10. Um, and it has been awful and awful and awful. And uh, f- we're finally over it until we get to watch Saw 10, but it's finally putting me out of my misery. Um, we finally got caught up to spiral, which I had already seen and Ashley hadn't seen. So we watched it and, um, I was like, I was like, Ashley, like, this is one you could probably skip, like, listen, cause she was like upset that I watched it without her. And I was like, and she was like, I was like, listen, it, it's not good. It's not good. And she was like, okay, no, like it, it's, it, it looks promising. I want to watch it. And I'm like, Ashley, tr- trust me on this one. Okay, I said, okay, you know what? Fine, we'll watch it. So we put it on. <laughs> and it was fucking horrible. Who gave Chris Rock the right? Who gave Chris Rock the right? He woke up one day and was like, oh, I'm just going to make a Saw movie. Like what? So you could try out your failed stand up bits in the movie. There's a reason why your stand up bits failed because they suck. And the, movie di- the movie's dialogue sucked. It just sucked. I'm sorry, it sucked. It was horrible. It was it was asinine. It was that 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 is how bad it was. It was that literally that bad. The vo the the I was gonna say the vocals. The dialogue is literally that bad. It's that bad. So it's that bad. And okay, who who watches it for the acting and the dialogue, even though, you know, cause cause we were watching some of the other ones and she was like, well is his acting really like worse than this person's acting? And I'm like, yes, wait till you watch this horse shit. And then, and then she was going to still give it a chance anyway. And then it, the guy who's like the voice that's coming up for jigsaw comes on. And it's like a, it's like, a, um, um, it's like a, like an AI voice or something, but it's like, a really like high pitched AI voice, and it doesn't sound good at all or creepy at all. And it's just like, Hi, I want to play a game. No, 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 no. You know that, you know, that office meme where it's Michael and he's like, No, no, no. No! No! Yeah, literally me right now because that fucking movie blew dicks. By the way, it looked horrible. Somehow, okay, so you know, they spent... Th- this is the Saw franchise, right? Th- they spend like five movies trying to like... <laughs> they spent like five movies like trying to like make it look presentable because like every single one of them looks abysmal besides the first one. And... You know, like, maybe you kind of like the color grading of the second one. Maybe. Maybe you like the stylistic approach to that or something from, like, 2006. But, um, so, like, they spent all this time and effort to, like, it seems like they were just, like, trial and erroring it. Like, some of the blood color changed in some of them, and then they were just, like, trying different, like, color color grading techniques and color correction, and, and then... Like, the the framing and the editing was just, like, piss poor and horrible. And then Jigsaw comes out, the eighth one. And decent color grading, decent editing. It doesn't look that bad. Storyline, still intact. That's probably the fucking best. Since the first one, that's probably the best one since then. Even though, like, the kills are kind of weak. The kills are kind of weak in Jigsaw for sure. Then it then spiral comes around and you get like three kills and they're all horrible so like we're not winning there so the kills are horrible in spiral the acting's horrible the dialogue's horrible the color gradings horrible the editing is horrible um in fact there was like some scenes where like there was they decided to like not even do anything and they just like it looks like they just paused the screen it looks like they paused the frame and then just added like some kind of like weird camera shake plugin-in to it and I'm not even kidding. Like, it literally looks like it. they just, like, were, like, going. And then it, it, like, it looks like it just, like, clicks to a freeze frame. And then they added, like, a camera shake to it to make it look, like, crazy. And it just looks so poorly done. Piss poor. And the fact is, you know, my my initial review was, why is the fucking budget ten times more than it normally is? If you're gonna give us that bullshit, huh? Why? 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 And the answer is. The answer is they gave it to Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, come on. And Samuel L. Jackson is the best part of the movie, even though he's like barely in it. Oh my god. Anyway, so that that's we got caught up on the Saw franchise, and that's how I'm feeling about it. Hopefully, Saw X is better because if you guys are going into Saw X and you're like. Oh well, um like Spiral was like kind of good and like Jinx No, they're all bad. Every one of those was bad. And and here's another thing about this about these movies. I hate the I hate the marketing. Okay? Because every single one of these that comes out, every single one, everyone. And in most movies are like this, but like the Saw franchise is egregiously bad. At doing this. This is how it goes for their marketing, okay? Oh, come down to the new, see the new Saw movie, okay? Because, oh, well, the director of this one is like the guy who directed, oh, all of the shitty ones. And also, the editor is also the guy who edited all of the shitty ones and it's going to look bad. But, you know, it, we're, well, he did Saw 2, so it's like, okay, well, if he did Saw 2, I mean, that that's like a legendary status, right? No, because it looks horrible still. It's not 2006 anymore. You can't get away with this bullshit. And even then, 2006, those edits still looked better than the ones that they have today. So, like, where are you going? What are you doing? What are you guys getting at? You know? So... Saw 10 better be fucking good, Kevin Garrett, or whatever the fuck your name is. Mr. You you did all of, like, the newer saws, and they've all been horrible. Everyone that he's ever touched has been absolutely abysmal, including the kills. And I'm mad about it because, you know, we spent, you know, we literally watched nine movies, and he's done, like, four of them. And they've all been bad, but the marketing for this one—oh, but it's the director of Saw Four and Saw Whatever and Saw—I don't care because those were bad. So stop trying to like convince me to go see the movie because the the director—he knew he wrote this one and he knows how to go. He knows how to do. No, he doesn't because they've been horrible. And didn't he write Spiral? Is he? Let's look. Did he write Spiral? Did he write Spiral? We're gonna look it up right now. We're looking it up. Oh, okay. You know what? He got out of it this time. He didn't write Spiral. Oof, I was going to be mad. I was about to be mad if he wrote Spiral. Um, But he's lucky that he didn't. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, didn't like it. In fact, you know... You, you know, like, who... E- e- the Spearig Brothers, even though I don't really like them and I don't really like their movies for the most part, the Jigsaw movie that they made looks the best somehow, even though they usually make movies that don't look good. Somehow looks the best one. It's the it's the best looking one. Weird. Anyway, we watched um, another horror movie that we well, actually, before I get into that one, Appendage, which was actually not bad. It was actually it, it, you know what it felt like to me? appendage is like this movie where it's about this girl who has an append who gets like this like appendage in her side and then it turns into like this like alien thing and i had no i went into this completely blind i had no idea what this was about at all i thought this was going to be like some stupid like paranormal horror and it wasn't so to my surprise and you know what this one was actually pretty good and i mean pretty good It, it was it was like better than mid so there but the it didn't look horrible. It didn't look as bad as the Saw movies. And it had, like, an original premise, which I was, you know, I I appreciate the original premise. So it's about this girl who has, like, an appendage on her side and then turns into, like, this, like, alien thing, right? Um, and then, you know, as the movie progresses, you kind of get, like, more and more hints of, like, what they're trying to say and the message they're trying to spread with this movie. And it's, like, okay, it's about, like, I I took away from it like it's kind of like about like not hating yourself or like coming to terms with like the part of you that you hate that's kind of like what I got out of this movie even though I don't know if that's like what they're trying to say that is what I got out of it. Um, because just watching it, that's what the message it was because it just kept saying like the alien was like telling everybody that they're ugly and that they're unlovable. Like those are literal words that they say. And, um, so I'm like, okay, well maybe, maybe this is about that. Um, so I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty original. I thought it actually had something to say. So that was, that was nice. But then the movie we watched right before that, um, was fucking awful, and here's why. You know what? This is like going to be a rant pod again. I'm back in my rant era. Um, Pet Cemetery, Bloodlines. Pet. I'm I'm turning into Don Vito from freaking Viva La Bam. Okay, da la cabo wabo. Okay. No, listen. Pet Cemetery was so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad because what? Where did they find? The girl that directed this. Where did they find her? She is, okay. First of all, first of all, this isn't really her fault, but I'm going to, it's the studio's fault. It's the studio's fault. Paramount, what the fuck are you fucking doing? I don't care if you blacklist me from never, because I'm trying to make movies and shit. I don't give a fuck. I will never work for you. Fuck Paramount, okay? That's how bad I feel. That's how bad. That's how much I hate them. I hate Paramount. And here's why, because on top of all of their other bullshit, they canceled the fucking workaholics film, whatever. Oh, you you canceled workaholics film, but you're gonna make Pet Cemetery Bloodlines that nobody at nobody asked for. Thank you, thanks. Anyway. And if you're gonna say, oh well they just like distributed the pet cemetery line, they just distributed the pet cemetery movie. Yeah, they were just going to distribute the workaholics movie because guess what? It would have been made by Mail Order Comedy, which is their little production company. Thank you. You guys like follow anything about them. So anyway, Pet Cemetery. Let's get into it. So 2019 one. You know what? When I first watched it, I was like, eh, like I don't know. I, I liked the vibes of the 2019 one didn't like the movie, didn't like the dialogue, didn't like the acting, thought the story was fucking horrible, but I did like the vibes. This one is pretty much a rehash of the 2019 one because they found some girl that seemed every interview I've ever seen of her seems like she knows nothing about Pet Cemetery at all. Or Stephen King and literally they were like, OK, well, you're just directing this movie now. And then they, she was like, OK, well, I'm going to go watch like the the, ooh, the original. And then she watched the 2019 one and then decided to literally recreate that one um, and do it horribly, even worse than that one. And I'm not kidding. It's literally worse than the 2019 one because at least in the 2019 one, there was like vibes. There was like a spooky atmosphere. This one, no spooky atmosphere, nothing. Dialogue horrible, acting horrible, story horrible. Um, there was literally like 30 minutes of the movie that's pitch black, can't see a goddamn fucking thing. And we were watching it in a dark room. Thank you. So whatever you thought was spooky happening, you can't see it. Sorry. Oh, but that's the spookiest part of the movie. Okay, well, then it fucking sucks. What are you doing? What are you doing? Writers, what are you doing on that? Huh? You, you think you deserve to be paid more for that? No. Also, that girl has never directed anything. So ha- where the fuck did they find her to direct this? Because I thought some of the shots were absolutely horrible. Thank you. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be like. I'm not trying to sugarcoat this. I'm just like actually mad that this is what we're getting as horror fans. I feel like we don't deserve this shit. And if Saw X is horrible, like I, I'm gonna be coming on here and ranting again. And if the if I when we actually do watch The Exorcist Believer and if it's horrible, I'm gonna be coming on here and bitching again. David Gordon Green and I like you, David Gordon Green. What are you doing? Remaking one of the most beloved movies of all time. What are you thinking and now all of a sudden you're 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 like surprised that everybody fucking hated it? That it was fucking panned? Yeah, I wonder why. Fuck. These people are so brain dead. All they care about is the money. That's all they care about. And they're giving us bullshit. And it's pissing me off, man. It's getting me heated. That's why I'm just like fucking vibing out here. Let me let me text Ashley back real quick. Sorry, Ashley's just not feeling good at work. So I wanted to text her back mid-pod, and I'm not cutting out. There was dead air because I was texting. I don't care. You guys are lucky you're getting this. <laughs> anyway, so let's get into it. Um, so we watched Pet Cemetery, That was horrible. Um, we watched Totally Killer, which I actually kind of liked. It wasn't horrible. Okay? It wasn't horrible. Um, and Shipka is pretty good. I do like her. Um but totally killer it, it's like this 80s slasher kind of set up like happy death day time loop time travel type deal um and it's like you know i don't know it it i thought it was pretty good i thought the performances were good i thought like the the whole entire twist at the end was pretty good it was done pretty well um although it's pretty predictable, but it it's just like a fun movie. They lean more into like the comedy, which I liked, because they didn't take it it didn't take itself too too serious, which I'm like really grateful for. Because if they took themselves serious in that movie, that would have been absolutely abysmal. Um, we watched we watched a movie called Fair Play that just came out on Netflix. Um, it's this thriller movie that everybody's talking about recently. And um, we're by the way, I'm gonna be talking about all these movies on nefarious things, so I'm gonna probably cut it off here after this one. Um, but uh, fair play it's this movie where um, it's like a s- sexual it, it's not even like I, I was going to say it's like a sexual thriller psychosexual it's not even like that it's it's par- it's masquerading like it's like one of those but it's not it's um, it's this movie where it's this girl and a guy and they're in a relationship and they work at the same place but they don't know, the people that, like the bosses, they don't know that they are dating. So at one point, the guy is um, up for like a promotion, or at least he thinks he's up for a promotion. He's been working there for a while, thinks he's up for a promotion. And the girl ends up getting the promotion over him and becomes his boss. And he starts unraveling, and, and things start going sideways. Um, he obviously can't deal with the fact that she is his boss and, um, she seems to be going on a power trip the entire movie as well. It seems like both of these people were extremely toxic and, um, I said it multiple times. I said it right away. As soon as like things started going sideways, I was like, they should be breaking them now, but there was still like an hour left of the movie. So, where could this go? And they don't break up and um, just things, um, well, they don't break up at first and things just start unraveling and, and crazy shit starts happening and their lives start getting unturned. And that's kind of the gist of the movie. Um, and it starts getting like anxiety inducing and intense towards the end um, so if you guys are into that, go check that out. It's called fair play. It's on Netflix. I don't want to say much more. I don't want to spoil like the ending or anything. So go check that out. Ah, <sighs> anyway, I feel like I've been talking for a while. We've been watching the Sopranos again. And, uh, I think we're going to start a count- I told Ashley, we should start a counter for when anyone walks into a room and goes, Hey, I think we're going to start a counter doing that on the show. Cause, um, I think that's funny, but if you guys, are, hey, by the way, if you guys are into The Sopranos, go check out our podcast, because not the Nefarious Things one. We do have um, episodes on Nefarious Things where we talk about The Sopranos, but if you guys want to, a, like, hear, like, in-depth um, rewatch podcasts, go watch Sleeping with the Sirens. Or, <laughs> Sleeping with Sirens. Yeah, okay, right. I'm going to fucking off myself. I'm going to... I am going to... I'm gonna change my own life. That's what I'm about to do. No, um, sli- sli- <laughs> sleeping with the fishes. Um, sleeping with the fishes. Go check. <laughs> okay, fucking sleeping with sirens is like the worst fucking band ever. Okay, how about that? Okay. And I just accidentally called my podcast sleeping with sirens. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so go check out sleeping with the fishes. Um, we were supposed to have an episode up. Today, Today's Tuesday. We've been uploading them on Tuesdays. Um, it would have been our third podcast. Um, we have it all ready to go, um, but we haven't been able to sit down and record the podcast yet because we um, actually, like I said, Ashley has not been feeling well and, and we were going to film it. Um, well, not film, but we were going to record it the other day, but she wasn't feeling well. She does, isn't feeling well. So whenever she starts feeling better, we are going to go back into that one. But if you guys are into our podcast, um, go check out Nefarious Things because we're going to be uploading more episodes of that. Um, and, and this one, obviously, is here to tie you guys over until then. So um, we watched um, a movie by Tom DeLonge also. Uh, I liked it it was cool elon rubin he is a fucking master man he is a fucking killer he can he can do so much and you guys probably don't even know who elon rubin is maybe you do maybe don't um i was actually thinking about maybe doing like a a reaction or like maybe starting a series of reactions where i react to his videos because um, he posts like live videos of him doing like performances and stuff but he um Writes the music in Angels and Airways, which is Tom DeLonge's side project band. Um, some people don't like that band. It's okay. It's okay. I get it. he They're kind of cringe, but I like them. I've always liked them since the beginning. I think that they're great. Um, and I actually like their previous drummer before Elon uh, Elon Rubin became um, a staple member. Uh, th- it was Adam Willard. And Adam Willard plays in Against Me, and he's a fucking fantastic drummer he's one of my favorite drummers of all time his style is just it's chef's kiss i love his style i thought it brought like a flair to their band um but if they were going to replace him with anyone else it would have been elon rubin and elon rubin's been doing this thing where he's been getting like (laughs) replace like he's been replacing drummers and bands like Nine inch nails. He's their their new drummer now. Like their new live drummer. He replaced this other guy. And now he's gonna be doing live stuff for Danny Elfman and replacing a different guy. And um he's been producing so many artists and he's been doing so many cool things. He's been a really good um musician. So go check out some Elon Rubin stuff. Um because he fucking rocks, man. Um but yeah, it's spooky season. Um I don't know if Ashley's going to listen to this. She might. But um if I I actually the, I don't know when it's I'm, I don't know. I feel like <sighs> I just want to say it. Okay, so I want to make her like a boo basket, which is like some cringe TikTok thing, but you like make your significant your significant other like a little basket for like Halloween with like candies and stuff. Um but I want to do that. So If you want to, like, join the Patreon, please join the Patreon, because that would help um, (laughs) me accomplish this, because I wanted to do it, like, you know. But, yeah. Anyway, so, that's that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know what? We have this, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey poster over our bed, and I was going to sit in bed and do the podcast today and just have that as my backdrop, but I figured I would give you guys, like, you know, I'd, actually like sit down in a chair and like really do the pod today so we're here we're doing it um i just did a couple reactions i want to dive into some more things so many things coming i think what i'm going to do is after this episode what i'm going to do for if i do another episode for the pod of which i probably am going to i'm going to do um one pod public main feed one pod patreon one pod public, one pod Patreon. And um, so if you guys, you guys will have to subscribe to the Patreon if you guys want the full thing of what I'm doing here. Um, I think what I'm going to start doing maybe is like maybe, um, have a little bit more production value here going. I already have some software set up, so I might um, set up some more production value and I might actually have it set up where I can like switch through different screens, film myself And maybe we can like react to things together on my pod. Um, But yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll do that, but we'll see. Um, Yeah. Anyway, my computer is like literally like there's physical glitches happening on my computer screen right now. So I'm going to end the pod there before it explodes. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys on the flip side. Hopefully you guys get another episode soon. Um, Check the Patreon, like I said. Because there's probably going to be another episode on the Patreon next week. And so, Patreon, by the way, it's going to have, we're gonna, oh, like, so many things on the Patreon. I'm going to be doing, like, couples react videos. I'm going to be doing other reactions, reactions to old songs from people. I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be posting tutorials and um, guitar lesson videos. And I'm going to be to posting behind the scenes stuff of recording the songs and writing songs because ashley and i have some music we're working on together and i have some secret projects which i will be talking about in the next podcast so definitely join the patreon because that's going to be patreon only for now until i can officially announce it so go on to the patreon it's two dollars a month yeah let's go